Welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover, your home for ice fishing news, tips, stories, and strategies. And now, your host, Chris Larson. Welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast today, once again joined by my new co-host, Al Escobedo. Al, what's happening today? How's it going, buddy? The sun's shining. It is, uh, it's May. And uh, we're a long ways away from taking this thing fishing on the ice. But a lot of people, and I think it's something that we've been talking about a lot, is uh, people are using these things for summertime now. But if you're going to do that, just remember there's some things you need to do before you start using this in the summer. I mean, it's, it works great as a camper. Uh, you'll get some looks, especially if you drop it down. But I think that's one of the cool things. I think it's something when people see this, they go, that, that's pretty nice. I don't have to step up. Um, but uh, before you take this thing out on the road for the summer, there's a few things you need to do, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Yep, exactly. All right, so before you head out, it's just like any other trailer, any other RV. You want to make sure that you are just taking care of the bearings. Anything that needs lubrication, even the crank up and down, uh, that's something that, that you're going to want to uh, make sure it's working well and make sure it's greased and ready to rock. Yep. Yep, and then, I mean, that's the biggest thing with any trailer, and especially these, is you want to keep everything lubricated and make sure your bearings are good. Um, but some of the other things, if you start getting into some of the bigger houses with the water lines and stuff like that, whether you winterized them or if you used them all winter, it's always a good idea to clean them out. If you're not going to use it in the summertime, um, you want to clean them out and then make sure everything's all clear to go so you don't have any problems come winter when you use it, or you just want it nice and clean so when you're using it this summer, the water stays nice and fresh you don't get any mold or mildew or anything like that um but i would say in my opinion i mean the most important thing is functionality and towing it and you just really got to make sure everything you know go through all your nuts and bolts go through everything and make sure everything's in good working to tip-top condition yeah make sure that everything's tight um greasing those bearings making sure that those things are good and then when you're out on the road you know things road conditions are different in the summer than they are in the winter a lot of times in the winter we're dealing with potholes and all these types of things but you, the roads buckle in the summertime there's other stuff that happens there so you want to make sure that those tires are are in good shape too a lot of times you know we drive these things in the winter time and maybe we're not driving super fast because the roads aren't very good or maybe we're just going a short distance and then all of a sudden in the summertime we're going to take it on a road trip as a camper and just making sure those tires are in, in good condition as well and not just the tires that we're driving on one of the things that i noticed today when i was hooking this up because it's been it's been sitting for about a month now uh, i wanted to get it out to film in today but uh, as i bent over to crank the house down onto my truck i could feel the spare tire and i don't i don't think there's enough air in that and that's something that you don't want to find that out when you're on the highway and you need to change your tire that there's not enough air in the spare so uh, get out a pressure gauge and check that out as well definitely you want to make sure you're ready for anything you know the big thing uh, another big thing too when I'm talking about tightening and checking everything is when you're driving around on the ice I mean oh, there's a lot of ice conditions where you're not driving on smooth plowed roads stuff's bouncing around stuff's moving so it's it's very important to make sure stuff's tightened down I mean everything will wiggle loose over the course of time usually when you're getting into your first year first couple years with your shack you're not going to really deal with too much of that but it's always better just to check and make sure just to avoid any 
um, any un, unannounced issues as you're as you're getting ready to go have a good time with the family. A lot of people don't want uh, things to get frozen up when they're on the ice. So now we're talking summarizing your house and and getting those water lines and stuff flushed out. We've been talking about all those types of things, but the other thing that we got to really think about too is the creature comforts that we use in the summertime that we don't use in the wintertime. Things like air conditioning. Exactly. Yep. You know, if you're going to go out and and use your house in July. You don't want to find out when you're at the camping stall that your, your air conditioner doesn't work. At least if you know at home, you can pack some fans or something and, and plan ahead of time. But that's another thing. I mean, one of the things that I, I always did throughout the winter is, you know, if I know I'm going to go somewhere for three or four days in the house, I bring it home, I plug it in at home, make sure everything's good, make sure the battery's good and charged up before I leave. So you want to do the same thing in the summertime. Yep. Bring it home, park in the driveway for a day or two, make sure the air conditioning's working, make sure all your lights and everything are working as well. Exactly. Uh, another great great thing is when you're getting into the transition period coming off ice season, whether you're going to use the, the house or not during the summer, it's a perfect time to get your maintenance done. Um, if there's some, if you got to bring it in for scheduled service, uh, if there's anything that needs to be repaired, it's a perfect time to do it in between. That way you're ready for those summer adventures. And then that, if you if you're not going to use it in the summer, that also puts you in a situation where when you go to pull it out to take it out on the ice for the first time. You don't have to go, oh, crap, now i got to bring my shack in, and now I'm going to have to wait because everyone else and their mom's got it in there. If you just get that service done during this time of year where uh, where it tends to be a little bit slower maintenance-wise at, at these manufacturers, I think uh, that'll save you a lot of time in the long run and, and save you a lot of potential headaches. Yeah, well, right now is a great time to do that because most of these guys aren't super busy. And like you say, everybody wants to get their housework done in October. Yep. And I think one thing we learned last year is that there's going to be a lot more houses on the water all the all the lots were empty which means a lot of people bought houses last year so all of these places that do service are going to have to start servicing these things and it's going to be more difficult than ever to get service when you need it so now is a great time to take that house in and get it worked on if you need to get that done um, the other thing and i started to talk about the air conditioner but there's other creature comforts in your house and there are things that you will use in the winter time as well but uh, you know just checking and making sure that the refrigerator and everything is working uh, you know you talked about things bouncing around one of the things that tends to bounce around uh, is like televisions and the TV mounts. So make sure that those are all, everything is tight there. And so that stuff isn't banging around on your cabinetry and everything else and you're driving down the road. And again, you know, when you have these houses, you're not gonna be cruising down the road at 80 miles an hour. But my guess is guys will be driving a little bit faster in the summertime with it on than they will in the wintertime. I'm sure, definitely. So speaking of that, uh, we talked about hunting out of a fish house the last couple episodes but i think there's a lot of more you know there's there's a lot more uses for these in the summertime than i think than people realize and uh, at least for me as as you know uh i spend a lot of time with youth sports and we've got tournament season coming up we've got uh, this weekend i've got a hockey tournament and a softball tournament next week i got a baseball tournament and a hockey tournament so we're out and about basically every weekend in the summertime doing this type of stuff and there's times where we've got you know two three hours in between games to kill but we're an hour and a half from home it doesn't make a lot of sense to go home in these situations for me i can only sit in the bar for so long before it's just not fun for me so um, bringing these along and firing up that air conditioner and just having a place to relax and chill uh, play some cards or whatever 
these are it's really nice to have that and bring it along and the other cool thing is it's just like a tailgate if you went to uh, any other football game or whatever they attract attention people come over and say hi and it's, it's just a good way to meet people too yeah definitely I mean that's a, a, a great idea on how to use it I mean you can it's it's really a, a little bit more of a compact size camper and you can do anything a camper can do and like you said you can bring those amenities of home you'll have a stove you got the air conditioning you got a TV just to relax in between those game period times that's that's pretty good thinking there yeah the thing I like about this house too uh, it's a toy hauler it drops down uh, the the chairs that we're sitting on right now can fold up against the wall tight um, there's a couple lakes that I like to fish up north that are basically you know there's no resorts or anything on there's campgrounds you can throw the kayaks in here you can even throw a boat in here really i mean if you had a paddle boat or something you could throw that in here go up you've got a place to camp you got something to haul all that stuff in so i mean the nice thing is is you know with this house it's doesn't quite have the amenities that you'll find in a real high-end rv but it's a heck of a lot nicer than sleeping in a tent exactly so having a place to kind of keep the skeeters off you be able to do that and again this is a toy hauler too so we can drop it down i can use this to take my four-wheeler wherever i need to go uh we use the four-wheeler to drag the fields once in a while at the baseball fields and i can throw this in there too and we're going to a tournament and we've, we've got it ready to rock perfect yeah what, what are you using uh i know you've got a covered trailer that you do do you use that for for any other purposes other than kind of what you think uh they they intended it for uh, i'm sure i do i mean pretty much in the, like this you could if you need to go get some lumber i mean you can use it for just about anything you would need a trailer for um that is really the main thing i mean the, the being able to fish out of it and utilize all the amenities is, is definitely a bonus but if it's the only trailer you got and you got to make a run up to Menards or Home Depot you can load it up with some 16 foot pieces of 2x4 if you can afford them right now in the, in the world yeah, no we're living in. but uh, you can you can definitely use it in a lot of different ways um, I mean, there, it's really endless on what you can use it for. It's just more or less what you're comfortable with and if you're prepared to get all those weird looks like you're talking about. But in the most cases, I mean, you're if people see you using your trailer for something, you know, like if you were at Menards loading this thing up with timber, the odds are someone's going to come over and have a nice conversation with you as opposed to just being you know thinking you're a weirdo but it, it's it's a, a very versatile piece of equipment to use and you know just like anything else when you're spending that kind of money on a piece of equipment you want to get the most out of it that you can and just thinking outside of the box and not not thinking strictly ice fishing it, it really opens a lot of doors with these things yeah the other thing that you may want to look at if you're going to use this in the summertime is to get yourself some handle traps from catch cover they go right over the top of the handle it makes for a more flush fit there keeps all the dirt and all the crap that might accumulate it in those handles throughout the summer out keeps everything nice and clean uh i don't use them in the winter time so i like to be able to pop the, the handles or the the lids off whenever i need to but if you're using them in the summertime you're not popping uh, those catch covers on and off get yourself some handle traps it's uh it's a very inexpensive um investment and it uh, will make your house a lot more usable a lot more fun to use in the winter time anything else al i think that should do it i think you just got to get out there check everything over on your shacks and, and get out there and use them have some fun 
Yeah, it's uh, it's no longer a toy just for three months out of the year, especially, you know, with everything that's happened out of COVID, the prices of these things have gone up as well. So make sure you get all the value out of your investment that you can put it to work, put it to use, get out and have fun with your fish house. For Al Escobedo, I'm Chris Larson. Thanks so much for joining the Fish House Nation podcast this week. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover. For more ice fishing content, visit our blog at catchcover.com.